When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the movie trivia schmodown alongside andrew guy i am merely mark ellis and you know andrew if you have the blue lightsaber i will take the green return of the jedi lightsaber of course we are talking about star wars and what a special matchup we have because john hoey is taking on a demolanta that being nikki demolanta making her debut in the league and particularly her division the star wars realm this is going to be a fun one sir I could not agree with you more. John Hoey coming off a great win over Eric Whiteley showed that he had some impressive Star Wars knowledge. But when you talk about making your debut in the Schmodown, I don't know if there's many that come with as much weight as maybe Nikki Demi Dimolanta because of being part of another Schmodown power couple out there. We've had a bunch of them in the past. We got a bunch of them in the league right now. And of course, Demi here. Her partner is the current Star Wars champion. Now, I don't know about you, Ellis, but if I was going up against that, it might get in my head a little bit. It might be nice to play anybody else that is not currently in your household, and that is what Nikki is going up against. But look, we know her Star Wars prowess. She's proven it on multiple programs over the years, and so she's looking to make her own name in the movie trivia Schmodown Star Wars division. Somebody who's done a pretty good job of that is her opponent today, John Hoey, a celebrated Star Wars podcaster for years, and he has been impressive in his play in the Schmodown. It's not just his Star Wars knowledge, Andrew. It's how well he knows the game, how well he's able to strategize that could play a factor in here today. Nikki DeMolanta has some catching up to do just to get to the level of John Hoey, just in terms of how many matches have you played? How many scenarios have you been a part of? I'm sure she's done it in practice. How is she going to handle the spotlight of the movie trivia showdown? That's the big question. Yeah, that's a phenomenal point that you bring up, Mark. You know, you watch tons of matches over the years and you think you know exactly what you would do in every single situation. But when you get under that white hot spotlight that is the movie trivia showdown stage, the desk itself, some of that knowledge is a little bit harder to get to. Some of those moves, some of that strategy that you've practiced so much, maybe at home, maybe with your faction, can go right out the window, which is why we have two phenomenal managers here today to help guide them through a second and first match because it's really, really important to play the game right. We know Star Wars is very, very unforgiving when it talks about knowledge, but that also goes hand in hand with how you play the game. It is the dungeon that will be represented by John Hoey today, and Nikki DeMolanta makes her debut for the usual suspects. Look, I know when I made my Schmodown debut, I was nervous, mainly because I wasn't wearing any pants doing a risky business Tom Cruise intro. But hey, reasons aside, it's a nerve-wracking experience, and before we have the first ever match for Nikki DeMolanta taking on John Hoey, we're going to take a look at how we got here right now. I cannot thank my my life partner, my wife, 
who's been by my side every single step of my Shrodan career. She was there when I auditioned. She was there at every single loss saying, hey, pick yourself up. We'll be back at it again. You will be in this position. I cannot thank and I love her so much for being there for me. This title and me being here is not possible without her. Watch out for her in the Star Wars edition. Just saying that. (laughs) You are, I think you're officially Star Wars competitor Nikki DiMolanta. We'll see. (laughs) Hey, Schmodown, what's up? You might be wondering, hey, who's that? And what's she doing here? And to that, I would say, good question. (laughs) And then I see like, notifications coming in it's like congratulations i'm like for what (laughs) oh no (laughs) never thought i'd compete one day but here we are (laughs) it's war baby don't come to me for notes now i'm going up against jeff lowe i'm going up against lacey giller no poey i'm going up against john crash poey johnny crash did you miss me because i'm back Big, big win by the dungeon there. Everyone on that team, like we have legends of this game on the team. And even if it's just something like Dan Merle doing his Wado impression to cool me down. (laughs) (laughs) I came to the Schmodown to crash some fun into the Star Wars division. In a division full of players with the personality of a protocol droid, must compute calculating answer. Johnny Crash is here for a good time and fun. And I have to say, there's nothing more fun than winning. If one DiMolanta can hold the belt, then maybe the other can too, right? And Nikki DiMolanta, you're next on my list. Now, you have a Schmodown reaction show, so you're going to have to react to me beating you. So you're going to have to experience that twice. Hope doesn't sting too much the second time. I've been there for every missed question, every correct question, every challenge. I might be a rookie by definition, but I'm not going into this totally green. Star Wars knowledge is just half of it, but I know the schmodown just as much as any other competitor in this league. That's actually one of the bad things about studying with you is because there are so many things in my brain that are like my your level, level, my level questions yeah. that would probably never be asked in a rookie level match. And I'll never be able to tell people that I know those things. <laughs> like I said, it's not personal. It's all business. You're just next on the list for Johnny Crash to make his way through the Star Wars division. Hopefully I score more than zero points. But what I can guarantee you is that I am going to try my best. <sighs> According to Yoda, there is no try. Oh, no. <laughs> And you see that. I mean, that's why you love factions like both the dungeon and the usual suspects, too, is it really feels like they rally around their competitor in different ways with different tactics, both with study and with trash talk. But you get a Sam Levine, you get a Kaiser or whoever's going to show up in Kaiser's place. You know, you're getting something pretty damn good. I could not agree more. Sam Levine, one of the best strategists in the game when it comes to managers. John Kaiser on the other side of it. The same, in my opinion, a very, very strategic manager. But like you said, it might be someone else representing from the dungeon today. And 
You know, Star Wars is a place where you got to know your stuff. We'll see who has to keep up with who in regards to managers and, of course, the gameplay. John Hoey looking to defend his turf against Nikki Demolanta, who's about to take a first step into a larger world. All right, pal, you ready to get going here? I'm ready if you are. Let's do it. And now we turn it over to the golden throat of Christian Harloff. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing the usual suspects. Making her Schmodown debut. Nikki Demi Dimalanta. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? And there is Nikki Demolanta. The background looks familiar. We've seen the desk before, and now you are stepping into the spotlight. So I don't want to talk about anybody else in your household because this is your moment. How do you feel now being on the stage of the Schmodown? You love Star Wars presumably your whole life. You've studied it. You've been a fan of the game. You know the play. Now it's time to prove yourself. What are the nerves like? Are they more butterflies? Is more anxiety or just an excitedness and ready to go? It's kind of all of that. It's weird to be the one sitting here and not the one out there freaking out. So now I just get to do that here in the chair. But yeah, no, it's kind of all of it. It's butterflies because it's the it's new. It's the first time. But it's also excitement because, I don't know, maybe I get to say some Star Wars stuff that, you know, is exciting to say in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say pointing out the stuff that maybe Mark and I did not know, which is probably going to be every single question that comes down the pipe here. Nikki, I have to ask, you know, it is really, really exciting to make your debut. You've been a fan and a student of the game for so long. Even though John's played a match day, do you feel like you have an advantage over him because of your storied history with being a fan and a part of the league? I am not going to say yes to that <laughs> no i don't think i have a leg up um because you know i i don't like to get too big for my britches you know i don't think i have a leg up i think that i think he has he already has his time in the ring he's already had that i haven't and it's going to be interesting to see how different it is competing from the couch versus in front of you guys so i think he might have a little bit of a leg up having already had that experience so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> may not be a huge leg up necessarily, but managerially speaking, you do have someone who has made their stake in the Schmodown, both it's from true. a manager standpoint and a competitor standpoint. So playing under the guidance and coaching of Sam Levine, what has that been like for you thus far when you, you get in there and you have him in your ear? What are some things that you all have talked about going into this match? You know, just kind of being in the moment, having fun, it's really exciting to have Sam in my corner because, you know, just a couple of years ago, it's just like, wow, Sam Levine, it's a legend. You know, he's like Mount Rushmore type guy on in the Schmodown. And now it's just like, oh, my phone rings like oh, Sam just texted me. <laughs> so it's really cool to have him in my corner to know that he has so much history and he's such a good strategist, like you guys said. So, yes, I've been a student of the game for a long time, but at least I have his you know, in the field experience to back me up. So it's really exciting to have him in my corner. Wow, and Mark, I have been trying to get Sam's number for four years. Four years. Even. Sorry, catch up, baby. <laughs> yeah, every time I get it, he changes it. So we are now going to meet Nikki DeMolanta's opponent. And her opponent representing 
dungeon. With oh. the record of one win and zero defeats, John Crash What is going on, fellas? What is going on? You know, John Hoey, I could say that you're in the hot seat, but every chair in your place looks very, very comfortable, as do you. How do you approach going into this matchup against someone who's making their debut in the Schmodown? Does it some ways make it more difficult? You can't study any game tape, and so you're sort of flying blind. And again, your nickname is Crash, so how do you avoid doing that today? Um, kind of the same way I approached the first match against Eric Whiteley, he hadn't played either. Um, sometimes I feel like overthinking and trying to strategize too much can get in your own head. I got to play my game, and if I play my game, I don't have to worry about anything else. So that, some knowledge, some fun. I got a full crowd here filling the seats and a little luck right here, and I'm ready to go repping the dungeon today. I like the calm coming from you, John. I have to ask, you know, you're going up against another player who has a big, big name behind her. Eric Whiteley, obviously, with Blind Wave. You're able to take him down. And now we have Nikki Dimolanta, who is the partner of our current champion. How do you deal with these, I guess, titans that you are going up against early on in your career? I think it's just one of those things where you have to realize that we're lucky to be here and, and doing this and only a finite amount of people get a chance to do it. And you got to have fun when you do this sort of thing. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuffiness sometimes in this division. I said from day one, I wanted to keep it light, keep it fun. That's what Star Wars is. It's supposed to be fun. We're supposed to know all the stuff, but we're supposed to have a good time too. And those guys back there agree with me. But in terms of facing Nikki, I'm facing her just like any opponent. I'm expecting her just like almost every Star Wars player to be almost perfect here and you have to prepare that way and that's what i've been instructed to do down in the dungeon training constantly and uh just here to try to put some more points on the board to stretch out our first our first place position well in the spirit of keeping things light and fun your hat is that a reference to the unlb running rebels or the old miss well it's actually my high school varsity baseball hat. We were the Rebels, so I'm still wearing it to this day. Somehow it still fits my growing dome, and uh, and here we go. But uh, I do respect both those other teams too. But yeah, high school varsity Rebels. A lot of people think it's a Star Wars hat. It fits, and it's good luck, so we're going to go with it. Hey, John Hoey hey. flexing on both me and Mark Ellis over on JV. We didn't get anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just heard John Hoey, not so many words, Andrew, call us chubby heads. So we will now move on to meet our opponents and competitors face to face. And there is Nikki Demolanta and John Hoey. Demi and Crash meeting face to face for the very first time under the movie trivia Schmodown spotlight. And now it is time for the rules of round number one. This is a Star Wars match, meaning 10 questions from 10 different corners of the Star Wars galaxy. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing. At least there isn't in round number one. Andrew or myself will ask the question to the field. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera. At the same time, you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Name for fame, Tuscan Raider JTE. That's your repeat. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. 
Some that seems fishy, didn't like the way a question was ruled. Use a challenge. We'll bring in managers. We'll all deliver it to our heart's content. It will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. So with all of the rules out of the way, I will first ask you, Nikki Denalanta, are you ready to get going in the movie trivia schmoda? Sure. And John Hoey, are you ready to get this baby underway? Never tell me the odds. <laughs> then let's get ready to Schmodown! Three rounds in the Star Wars division. Starting with 10 questions coming your way right now from the entire galaxy that is Star Wars. You're going to begin with the rise of Skywalker for one point to start this match off, Dimmy and Crash. In the rise of Skywalker, what is the name of the mine overseer that transfers a message to R2 to help the resistance? This movie came out uh, in 2019, so I don't believe you've seen it. <laughs> I, I don't know if you have. <laughs> Five, four, three. <laughs> Two, one, up. hands down. We're still giggling because it's early in the match. Let's go to Demi first. Did you have it? Julio. She is one for one in her Schmodown career. You can retire now if you want to. Oh, got it. We also go to Crash. Did you match Nikki? Julio from a new ally. Easy answer for them. Andrew and I are already out. Your next category is who said it these are star wars quotes and quotables in a galaxy far far away and the question for a point when padme tells anakin that she thought love was forbidden for a jedi he answers that attachment and what else are forbidden need that specific word i wore my glasses so i looked smarter during this match <laughs> now do your glasses still fit your head from high school or is john hoey going to make fun of us more Look, man, JV was sick, okay? Three? Um, get a repeat? Oh, I think I got that in first, sorry. I heard Nikki's first, so we're going to honor her JTE rule. You still have all of yours. John, who said it? When Padme tells Anakin that she thought love was forbidden for a Jedi, he answers it attachment. And what else are forbidden looking for that specific word? I have a pretty big head, Ellis, and it's, it's crazy that thinking back to high school, I was even self-conscious about my head size. I just want to get big hats. Four, three, two, one. I just want to get to school on time. Let's go to John Hoey. Did you have it? Devotion? Devotion is incorrect for a one point lead. Nikki? Possession? Possession is correct for a point. Mm. And Demolanta takes her first lead over Hoey as we zing it over to planets and locations the next category that's right planets and locations for question number three what is the name of the region of the planet bespin's atmosphere that was breathable to humans where cloud city was located <laughs> this is all news to me i, I need to rethink my vacation <laughs> i uh i had to google every single one of these answers today just to make sure that uh you know checking my bases and uh, i have no idea what any of it three, means to repeat all right, John Ho using his first JTE rule. From planets and locations, Crash. What is the name of the region of the planet Bespin's atmosphere that was breathable to humans, where Cloud City was located? I like that you're keeping up with PJ Campbell and the writing staff. Just 
keeping them literally on their P's and Q's. They are incredible, man. like absolutely incredible. Uh, I know I ha PJ pays me to say that, but I actually mean it. Three, two, one. The crypto is in the chain. Let's go to Nikki. I said life zone. Life zone is correct. Does John Hoey have it? No, I put Tabana. Tabana, and so now it is three to one in favor of Demi. So we go to the next film, in this case, in the Star Wars universe called Attack of the Clones, episode two. And the question for a point, in Attack of the Clones, Dex says that he thinks Jedi would have more respect for the difference between knowledge and what? I feel like if I got asked an Attack of the Clones question, I would just start sweating profusely. It's the one I know the least. Four, three. You mean you're not already sweaty like me? It's a Two. rough watch. One, one. hands <laughs> down. Honesty here on the show. Let's go to John Hoey first. <laughs> wisdom. You put wisdom and you were wise to do so. That is worth a point. He cuts the lead to one. Nikki? Wisdom. Also had wisdom. So it's back to a two-point advantage for Demolanta. That's right, four to two with Nikki in the lead as we get to question number five. Coming from Solo, a Star Wars story. Who is the only character mentioned by name in the film's opening title scroll? So they did a they did do some sort of scroll for I don't know if they they did they do one for Rogue One or was it just hey, welcome to the movie? <laughs> uh, Mark, I was actually told that there was gonna be no questions for me about Star Wars four, during this match. Three, two. One. We're just friends talking here. There's, there's no, no points. Right, right. Uh, let's go to Nikki, who is hoping for points. Lady Proxima. That is correct. Does Hoey have it? Lady Proxima. Yes, he does. He maintains a two-point distance. <clears throat> He's still looking up at Demolanta's lead. So we go to The Force Awakens, Episode 7. And the question, Ray says, I didn't know there was this much green in the whole galaxy after she arrives... On what planet? All right, be honest, Ellis. Did you cry when this first trailer for this film came out? Um, cry is an understatement. I wept like a baby in the Charlotte airport watching it. <laughs> oh, I heard about that incident. Three, two, <laughs> one. TSA accosted me. Let's go to Hoey first. Taco Donna. Taco Donna's correct. And Nikki. Taco Donna. She remains perfect. It is six. So four, Hoey having a good round one, but Nikki is the story here. She's looking to maintain perfection with question number seven. Yeah, here we go. Question number seven coming from the category of who said it? Which character said many Bothans died to bring us this information? Bothans? Now I get to correct you. It's Bothans. Yes. <laughs> Ellis goes up one nothing. <laughs> I like almost said it right, but then I got in my head, man. This is, this is why I don't play anymore. Five. Four. Andrew and I have our own game going. Three, <laughs> two, I love that they're both one. just looking at us like the idiots that we are. Hands <laughs> down, and you'd be right to do so. Let's go back to Nikki first. Mon Mothma. She had it to maintain perfection in Hoey to stay two behind. Thank God there's, there's not points for handwriting. Mon Mothma. <laughs> we would all lose the Lady Justice in that case. So it is That's seven cool. to five. Three questions remain in round one. And your next one is in the category of vehicles, weapons, and technology and the question you'll see the sw-0608 zeta class heavy cargo shuttle 
in which film? Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go do a lap around my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Trying Can't to improve my penmanship here. Four, three, two, one. Thank goodness I did not use a JTE rule. So let's go to <laughs> Crash first. That would be Rogue One. That would be Rogue One. Did Nikki have it? Rogue One. She does. It is a very well played match for both of these competitors thus far, Andrew, to remain in round one. That's right. While it's impressive to be perfect, it is also very impressive to bounce back after misses. So here we go. Your second to last, your penultimate question from round number one comes from the category of A New Hope. In A New Hope, when R2 and C-3PO are first introduced, there is another 3PO series protocol droid behind them. What is its name? Oh, that is... A heartbreaking story. It's like 15 feet from stardom, you know? You were almost right? that close to being the droid. We could be talking about you right now. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we go to Demi. U3PO. U3PO is correct, and does how we have it? U3PO. Uh, still drinking at the Moss Isla Cantina, talking about what could have been. <laughs> We the move best on. of uh, protocol droids. <laughs> Your final question in round one. For a perfect round for Nikki DeMolanta in her debut match, here's the question from the category of Revenge of the Sith. We need you to name one of the two characters played by actor Silas Carson in the film. Please do not name both, just name one. They like to show off their knowledge, these Star Wars competitors. I thought you were making us feel better by not knowing two of the wrong and, answers. And now and it's just that. Four, three, two, one. Pens down, we're going to crash first. Kiati Mundi. Kiati Mundi, Nick's cousin, is correct. And how about Nikki DeMolanta? Great minds, Kiati Mundi. We also would have accepted Newt Gunray. That is correct. And it is a perfect round in her very first Schmodown appearance from Nikki Demi DeMolanta. She finds herself winning by two over a very game crash hoeing. So, Andrew, now Nikki will have a bonus question just for her. Nikki, you don't need to write this one down. You can simply answer within the 15-second period whenever you feel comfortable. The okay. question is also worth a point. Okay. And Demi, to extend your lead to three, your bonus question, which Star Wars film won an Oscar for Best Sound as well as winning the Special Achievement Award? The Empire Strikes Back. I don't even know if I finished reading the question mark. Give her another point. She is perfect right now. 11 to 8, a three-point deficit as we leave round number one. It is a three-point advantage for Demolanta over Hoey as we veer into the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and destiny. Each competitor gets a spin at the virtual wheel. Once they settle on a particular realm, five questions emerge to that competitor. Each question is worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. We hope. And at that point, the value of the question recedes to one. All right. So two JTE rules remain for each competitor. They each used one repeat in round number one. So the choice goes to Nikki. Nikki, would you like to spin the wheel first or defer to your opponent? I think I want to defer. 
She's going to defer, and so that means we'll say goodbye to the perfect Demolanta for now and bring wow. in Hoey's manager, whoever it is. Oh. Uh, hey, man. Hello, friends. <laughs> What's up? I hear we're talking yeah. about Star Wars. I've seen them a few times. They're pretty fun. Uh, a lot of laughs. Uh, how you feeling here, John? Good, good. Yeah, the, you know, Hayden Christensen quotes sometimes put me to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I told you you were playing Nikki DiMolanta. I forgot to tell you you're playing PJ Campbell. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that oh. Alderon question was, uh, you know, it's 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 or not Alderon, uh, Bespin question. That's uh, that was impressive. So yeah. you know, hey, yeah. you, you had a couple tough questions there. That's not how the rest of this is going to go. You obviously, you know, you know tons of star wars yeah so, man. i mean all right the key is i think we're having a fun match here even the hosts are having fun and i don't know if they always have fun with star wars this can get a little pedantic at times i think with the it gets <laughs> stuffy sometimes it gets like it's robotic stuffy in here yeah. yeah so let's spin this wheel let's find something uh, that uh, that you like here all right let's do it the wheel is up and round and round it goes hoey thinking hard trying to spin it with his mind Round and round it goes. Look at all of those glorious Star Wars oh, movies. Oh, come on. Andrew, it has landed on oh. opponent's choice, which means the usual suspects will determine what his round two category is. So we say goodbye to the dungeon and welcome in Sam Levine and Nikki DeMonta. Hey, hey, it's Sam Levine. Hello, hey. Sam. Sam. Oh, hello. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Sam. Oh, hey. Hey. You are perfect. You are doing so well. I am so proud of you right now. But that's not what we're here to talk about. That's what right. we're here to talk about is what we would like to give uh, your opponent. Yes, that is true. Um, now, you know, I know all of these inside and out. These are my oh, favorite movies. 100%. Every one of these categories resonates with me. Mixed bag is my favorite. Movie. I'm just curious. What were you thinking? Um, you know, I feel like. I mean, I don't, I don't know what movies John likes and doesn't I like. I don't know what he doesn't like either. So what's you your know? favorite? If you could pick any slice, which slice would you like? Well, I don't know if I, well, mm. I mean. You need uh, an answer in 15 seconds. Apart from that, uh, sidestepping that question, I'm thinking maybe mixed bag. I like mixed bag. Mixed bag, the, you never know uh, what you're going to get. Or plans and locations. What do you think? I think mixed bag. It's, uh, it's an even mix of nonsense. Sure. Let's do mixed bag. Why not? You just called your favorite movies nonsense? Okay. <laughs> mixed bag is the answer. All right, so it is mixed bag that Nikki is saddling onto Crash Hoey here. Mixed bag could be from any corner of Star Wars knowledge. Still the five questions. Two points per question unless you need the aid of multiple choice. Administering your mixed bag questions, reaching deep into that bag because he has longer arms than I do, is Andrew Guy. He proved it at the park once again this morning. So, Andrew... <laughs> The first of five questions for Mr. Hoey for two points unless he needs multiple choice. I was there, and here we go. Coming from the category of mixed bag, five questions coming your way, Crash. In Return of the Jedi, what is the name of the song that the Max Rebo band is ordered to play again by Jabba before he dropped Ula into the pit? Jedi rocks. Give him two points. Great way to start off his round two in mixed bag. Going to your second question here, Crash. In the category of mixed bag, who replaced Captain Panaka as Senator Amidala's head of security in Attack of the Clones? 
Captain Typho. Didn't even know he was in the movie. That is correct for two more points. And now we see ourselves with John Hoey in the lead, 12 to 11. As we get to your third question in round number two, coming from the category of Mixed Bag, which famous songwriter co-wrote the song Lido Hey with J.J. Abrams for The Rise of Skywalker? Is it Shaggy? That is incorrect. And now for a two-point steal, Nikki Dimi Dimalanta from the category of mixed bag, which famous songwriter, which famous songwriter co-wrote the song Lido Hey with JJ Abrams for The Rise of Skywalker? I'm gonna say Lynn Manuel Miranda. A big two-point ah. steal for Dimmy here in round number two. And she goes back on top, 13 to 12. But John, we are sticking with you. You got two more questions to regain that lead. Here you are, your penultimate, coming from the category of Mixed Bag. Which prequel character said, those Tuscans walk like men, but they're vicious, mindless monsters? Klieg Lars. Back on that horse. Two more points to Crash John Hoey here. Back in the lead, 14 to 13. John, your final question. Coming in the category of Mixed Bag. In Solo, when we first meet Beckett, he's posing as an Imperial soldier. Based on his uniform, what is his rank, which Han points out to him? Captain. Captain is correct for two more big points. Crash back on top, 16 to 13. But now it's Demi's chance at that wheel, Ellis. As you noted, a huge recovery from John Hoey. We saw him pull up and answer questions that were clutch late in round number one. He does the same here, but not before giving away one steal capitalized on by Demi. And now Demi does get a proper spin at the wheel herself. <laughs> but not before she's joined by her manager, Sam Levine, again for 60 seconds Damn. of... Uh, chit chat, I guess. What are you doing? Here? I am so proud of you right now. Um, I thought, oh well, you know, mixed bag. They were all in his wheelhouse, but we got yeah. a two-point steal, not a one-point steal, a two-point steal. It is a three-point ball game right now, and you have the ability to put up ten points right now. So I'm just saying, the <laughs> math is on our side. This is why you go second. The math is on our side. If you are unsure, don't risk it go to multiple. It will yes. minimize the points that can be stolen. Um, and as you approach the end of your round, if you're unsure, go to multiple. Make sure you, we do everything we can to maintain that lead going into the last round. But right now, you are playing what they call a perfect game. Hey, so, wow. So uh, you don't need to hear from me. You are perfect on your own. You want to spin that wheel? 10 more seconds. Let's spin that wheel, Andrew Guy. I feel like part of the show. <laughs> Sensing Andrew's impatience with this. Ten seconds, guys. Make it quick. I just tried to get all that good advice in. I was ready to run through a brick wall for Sam, and it looks like Nikki is going to have the option of taking The Force Awakens. Five questions in that category. Demi, does that sound good, or would you like to spin that wheel one more time? I like The Force Awakens. You do? Yeah. Do you want to stick with it, or do you want to spin the dice? I say let's let's stick with it. Stick with it. I like where your yeah. head's at. She knows yeah. what she knows. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Let's do it. All right. So despite the fact I no longer trust Nikki's manager that he actually does <laughs> think the Star Wars movies are his favorite, we are going to have five questions from the world of Force Awakens for Nikki Demolanta. Keep in mind, any questions she misses can be stolen by her opponent, John Crash Hoey, waiting in the wings. Two points apiece unless you need multiple choice. Nikki, are you ready for the Force to awaken? Yes. All right. Then your first question of five. In The Force Awakens, according to the opening crawl, Leia is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his what in restoring peace and justice in the galaxy? I want to go to multiple choice. All right. Your four options for a point. Is it A, strength, B, help, C, courage, or D, wisdom? B. B is correct. It was help for a point, and she cuts the lead of Crash to two. Her next question in The Force Awakens. This could possibly tie Crash's lead. In The Force Awakens, what species is Unkar Plot? He's a crow loot. And a good-looking one at that. That is correct for two points, and we are now tied with three questions remaining. Nikki DeMolanta looking to put some distance between her and John Hoey before round number three begins. Your third question in the world of episode seven, Nikki. In The Force Awakens, from what bay number are Poe and Finn trying to escape the finalizer? Bay two. Bay two. One of my personal favorite bays is correct, and that is worth two points, and it is now a two-point lead for DeMolanta. It is 18 to 16. Your penultimate question in the world of Star Wars, The Force Awakens is. What type of staff do we first see Rey wielding on Jakku? Quarter staff. It looks like a full one to me, but yes, it is a quarter staff for two <laughs> points. Andrew, here's where we stand. Nikki DeMolanta has built herself a four point lead over Hoey. One question remains in round number two. Demi, it's been an impressive, I'd say, perfect answer performance thus far. To keep it going, your final question in the world of The Force Awakens. In The Force Awakens, the first time the Starkiller base superweapon is used, it destroys an entire system of planets. What system is it? The Hosnian system. Uh, RIP to all those that we lost. That is correct 22 to 16 and so it's a nice lead for Demolanta going into round three Andrew but we've seen before six points is not a safe advantage when you have a player of Crash's caliber with round three to go no sir it is not as we get into round three 10 points available and we all know how tough it gets as we progress through the round and how unforgiving Star Wars is as a division Nikki's gonna have to hang on for dear life if she wants to keep that lead as we get into round number three and there are a 10 possible points, as my partner intimated, available in round number three. We generate those points partially with your help and wisdom and strength and guidance and all those Star Wars-y words. We need a series of numbers from each competitor. These numbers may range from 1 to 20. We need three numbers from each of you because each one corresponds to a unique category of Star Wars mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. And if you're keeping score at home, you know the last one is worth five big points. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no steals available 
for round number three. So competitors understanding the rules, we will go to our leader, Nikki Demolanta. A six point lead is currently in your favor. So you have the luxury of giving us your three destined numbers first from one to 20. What do you like? Let's do four, eight, and nine. Four, eight, and nine it is recorded. And John Crash Hoey looking for a comeback. Seven, three, and two. All right, they're all staying within 10, and that makes Andrew and I's life a lot easier. And so for the moment, we're going to drop out John Hoey of the dungeon and bring back Nikki's manager from the usual suspects, Sam Ledeen. Sam? Nikki? Bring here. Look at this. Look at what you're doing here. This is... And, you know, I would ask you, oh, Nikki, how do you feel? How do you feel? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm a fan, I guess. I don't know. Nonsense, young lady. Nonsense out of you. Um, so here's where we are math-wise, strategy-wise. Six points is a tremendous, tremendous lead coming into the last round because it means your opponent will have to answer all of his round three questions to kick it back to you. True. Wow. Math. So, yes, the math helps there. And should he get all three, which, let's be honest, we know he's a very good player. I expect him to. Oh, yeah. You can win by answering only your two-pointer and three-pointer or any combination of two, one, two, and five, or even just your five. So you have a lot more options here than your opponent does. That's why it's That's great to come in with that six-point lead. So I want you to take a couple deep breaths and know that you are crushing this. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Morning. I'm proud of you. Pens down, Sam, filling our head with stats as the baseball man he is. Thank you, Thank you. And now it is 60 seconds for the dungeon. John Hoey and Adam Witt. John, Sam's going to throw around a bunch of fancy numbers to try and psych you out about not getting all three of these questions. But I know right. what you've got in you. Don't listen to Mr. Fancy Pants with all his fancy numbers and statistics and stuff, okay? Yeah. You, you still have a very good chance of winning this. She, I, I have I have missed all three questions in a, in a, uh, a Schmodown uh, third round before, so it definitely happens. Not just to me, but other people. So, uh, I, I, you know, you still got a pretty good chance here. But... Number one, just shake it off. Just know, you, what do you got, two repeats left? Can we confirm that? Yeah, I think so. Right, yeah. Two repeats left, and I still got some BS challenge I can throw out there to make Sam mad. <laughs> so you still got that going on. How you feeling? Super. I feel good, man. I feel relaxed. Um, you know, it's it's on me to answer my questions now, so we'll see what I get hit with. Um, let's give it a shot, right? Yeah, I think you got all three of these. You're going to make her answer some questions, and it's going to be bud. fun, and anything could happen. Round three is now upon us. Crash Hoey playing well, yet trailing by six to Demi Demolanta making her Schmodown debut. Andrew Guy will be administering a series of questions to Crash. I will be asking Demi her set of questions if necessary. But right now, Andrew, to avoid a TKO, John Hoey has some work ahead of him. He selected number seven for his two-point category. What's he looking at? That's right, Crash. Your number seven is going to get us to the category of Revenge of the Sith. And just to remind you, you do have two more repeats as well as your challenge to get yourself through this round. Are you ready, my friend? I am. Let's do it. All right, let's do this. Revenge of the Sith for two points. Obi-Wan tells Anakin that he was meant to bring balance to the Force and not leave it in what? Darkness. 
Darkness is correct for two points. Hoey narrowing the lead of Nikki DiMolanta. We are now at 18 to 22, which means we are going to stay with you, Crash, for your three-point question. And for that, you picked number three. Thank you so much. Making it easy on me up here at the desk. That is going to get you to the category of Rogue One. For three points, in Rogue One, when General Draven is questioning Jin Erso, name the second charge he lists on her rap sheet. Five, four, three, two. Repeat. Okay. Your second repeat for three points coming from the category of Rogue One. In Rogue One, when General Draven is questioning Jin Erso, name the second charge he lists on her rap sheet. Five. Four. Forging of Imperial documents. He got it for three big points wow. and to bring that gap just to one, 21 to 22. Crash fighting back here at the end of round number three, which he's done in the previous two. Ellis, now it's just on to his five-pointer. That's John right, Freeman. five points. And we are sticking with Hoey. He can avoid the TKO and force DeMolanta into a pressure situation if he hits this all-important one, Andrew. He selected with his last number Lucky number two, what's he facing? Crash, lucky number two is going to get you to solo a Star Wars story for five points and to send it back over to Nikki Dimi Dimolanta. In addition to Bosk, who did Val want to recruit for the train heist instead of Han and Chewie? The Zam sisters. Five big points for John Crash Hoey. 26 to 22. We are going back over to Miss Dimolanta. Just an incredible performance under enormous pressure for Crash Hoey. He's got to feel good about that round. At the very least, he avoided a TK. And at the most, he could possibly have pulled out a match. But now Nikki Dimolanta has the spotlight upon her for her first ever round three. She now needs to answer some questions to get a win. Nikki, you selected category four for your two-point question, and that corresponds to the category of the Clone Wars movie. Okay. You currently trail by four. You can cut the lead to two with a correct answer here. In the category of the Clone Wars, what is Anakin's nickname for Ahsoka. <laughs> Snips. <laughs> Snips is correct for two points. And now it is a two-point ball game, which means Nikki can get a win with either a correct three-point answer or a correct five-point answer. Her three-pointer is now upon us. She selected number eight. And the number of the legend Kobe Bryant and the great Cal Ripken corresponds to planets and locations. And your question. For three points, 
and your first win in the Schmodown Star Wars division. What is the name of the mining planet that Dexter Jetster says he spent time prospecting at? Subterrell. And your winner, Nikki Dimmy Dimalanta. Dimalanta does it. Her first win in the movie trivia showdown. And Andrew Guy, by the looks of it, that is not her last W because she played amazing. I don't want to borrow another competitor's nickname, but that was lights out for her. And the usual suspects will allow the winning faction to regroup in the green room and celebrate accordingly. What an incredible, incredible performance, Ellis. Big shoes to fill, even though she's making her debut. And my God, did she not disappoint. John Hoey played a phenomenal game. He kept bouncing back at the end of round one and two. He had a great round three, but Nikki was lights out, as you said, through the entire match. Picture perfect with a steal. What else is there to say? Well, you can say that Crash Hoey played amazing, especially in round three, avoiding the TKO, but also putting a lot of pressure on a rookie. He showed his worth in the movie trivia showdown. He's not done by a long shot, but I think Nikki DeMolanta just put every other Star Wars competitor on notice. Doesn't matter if you're talking about one of the new class of rookies we've had this year, Andres Cabrera, Laura Kelly. <laughs> I mean, you even think about Alex Damon, or dare I say, Andrew DeMolanta, everybody should be nervous now when they hear the name Demi DeMolanta. What a debut. I mean, what a match that would be having the DeMolantas go head-to-head, -head, which is a possibility being in separate factions. And honestly, when you see what she did today, who knows who the stronger DeMolanta is. And right now, we don't care about the other one. We just care about Nikki Demi DeMolanta, who was absolutely perfect today. My God, what a debut. And that's the point. It was her time to shine, and wow, did she live up to the hype. Nikki DeMolanta getting a win on behalf of the usual suspects here. And now for an exclusive interview with those winning usual suspects, we turn it over to our own hope, wisdom, and strength purveyor, Miss Jen Sturger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just How does it feel to get that first W under your belt? Like It's, it's so much more fun when you play the game the first and you win right out the gate, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. It's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's well, really it's so exciting. <laughs> it's not even a matter of whether or what, what you're doing here. It's it's wow. I can't believe this is the first time you've been here and you just handled yourself with such poise throughout that entire match. Um, how, how does it feel, though? It's pretty surreal, to be honest, because like, you know, the elephant in the room is probably Andrew. You know, we we don't want to talk about him too much, but like training with him, I've always been the one asking the questions and the pressure's not on me when I'm answering the questions and the answers are in front of me. You know, I'm, I'm asking them to him. So it's weird to be on the other end of that. But you know? how much do you think those type of study sessions kind of were, were in the back of your mind going, oh, I've seen, I, I've actually asked these questions before. I've looked at these answers before. 100%. Absolutely. There are certain things that are only in my head because I've heard him say them like five zillion times. So like that bonus question, the um, Empire, we just talked about that today. So, you know, it definitely, definitely pays off. 
Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> and that should make everyone that you're going to face incredibly scared. Um, uh, Sam, always good to see you, especially in the winner's circle. Thank you, I Jen. have to say, you navigating a Star Wars match, I feel like you uh, you somehow become like Ted Lasso. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're, you're working in a sport you don't understand, but you're like, I'm going to make the most of this. <laughs> You know, I, I don't, uh, clearly it is not a secret <laughs> that I could not have answered a one of these questions, but you know, I'd like to think uh, a good manager is able to offer their players so much more than just the correct answers. Uh, you know, and, and so, yeah, just making sure she knew where she stood in the game points wise, going into round two, making sure she knew that if she needed to, multiple choice was available to her and she could go to that on every question and still maintain the lead. That's the kind of thing, you know, if it's your first match, you're only focused on the questions, you might not realize that. So I just how, wanted to make sure she did. Yeah, how much of her training were you just like, you got this, you don't <laughs> need me, because you knew she was working, obviously, with training uh, the other Devilanta. Yeah, look. <laughs> the other guy. I mean, the I... The other guy. The very this is your moment. Time. I'm letting you shine here. Thank yes, you. seriously. The very <laughs> first time we did a, a any sort of training session, where we we threw out some Star Wars questions. She went perfect. I will not forget it. I was so <laughs> impressed. I was so blown away. And she can credit, you know, helping Andrew study all she wants. The fact of the matter is, she also still knows the information. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all retained in there. She did it's not like me reading Star Wars questions. I don't know what the hell I just asked you 30 <laughs> seconds ago. I believe you wrote in the private chat planets and stuff. And stuff. Which is what Someone I assume. <laughs> what the last category was. I said, I don't know. It was like planets, planets and stuff. stuff. That's how it sounds to yes. my brain. But she retained it all. And that is what a champion does. You retain what you learn. And she played like an absolute champion today. Um, she did not miss a single question. She had a huge steal in there. I'm so confident she would have gotten her five had she needed to answer it. So I am so proud of the way she played. I am so proud of the hard work that she has put in and how it absolutely paid off today. And I know she has big things ahead of her. I don't disagree with any of that. So uh, congratulations. I'm going to let you guys go celebrate this victory. And uh, welcome to the Schmodown. Thank you, Jen. And while it looks like a superstar has been born in the Star Wars division, she's now 1-0. Her opponent, John Hoey, 1-1 with a really, really great performance here in this match. But it's really hard to win when your opponent does not miss at all. Yeah, and you also spin opponent's choice. You get mixed bags, so you're not sure what else is flying at you. You find yourself trailing by a couple points. There were so many moments in this match where Hoey just could have thrown his hands up and said, look, I give up. Today is just not my day. But he never did that. He showed the devotion to his craft and his ability to come back in a clutch moment. And that is going to be fearsome for any Star Wars competitor or other Schmodown foe he might tackle in the future when they're looking across the answer desk at him. Crash Hoey with a good performance here today. And, and his career, by the way, is just getting started as well. And so this may not be the last time that we see Crash and Dimmy face off against each other. No, and I, I love that you bring up exactly all the things that John did right, because you're not always going to run into someone that plays perfect. You really won't. I know it's the Star Wars division you basically do most of the time, but that one question, that one miss, the ability that he had to come back into the game, never giving up, as you said, that's a lot to hold on to because it can get very, very discouraging when you miss things that you know while your opponent stays perfect, and he never gave up. I think he has nothing to hold his head about today, my friend.
Uh, I've made a career out of being imperfect. The only perfection I know is who I'm tossing to right now, and that would be Jen Sturger, who has an exclusive interview now with The Dungeon, Adam Witt, and John Crash Hoey. Oh, Hoey, Hoey. I, I have to say there was a moment in this match where I physically saw your soul leave your body because <laughs> I was like, oh, he knew that she got it right, and it was just like, oh. Yeah. But you, you kept your composure throughout this entire match, and you <laughs> stayed in it, like the guys said. Um, w- was there at any point, when did you think that the match had gotten out of your hands? At any point? Um, no. I don't, I've seen UFC fights, I've seen Schmodown matches where you think the thing's over and it just never is. And oh yeah, if you watch Nate Diaz fight, you know that it's it Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Or, or whoever that guy with the green hair the other night was in the Conor McGregor fight. Just getting pummeled in the face. That's what I, that was what was happening to me. I mean, it was t- it was stupid that I I answered carelessly on that uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda one. I, I know that answer. I don't know why I said what I said and I should have checked down, and then if I did that and got one point, she doesn't steal. Then she has to answer all three based on what I did in the fifth round. It's just that's part of the game. It was careless on my part, so I got to eat that. But at no point was I like, "I'm out of this," and and I, you know, I'll take pride in that. I, there was zero chance I was going to let the dungeon lose a point, so that was never going to happen. Absolutely, uh, Wit. It's always great to see you back. Uh, I feel like I feel like this is a really <laughs> good role for you when Kaiser needs a, a number two. You know, just because, like I said, you have a wealth of Star Wars knowledge yourself. So it's like you bring that extra level of, of managerial expertise to the game. Yeah, I mean, I was always going to be managing like just whatever matches came up while Kaiser was gone. But I was like, to, I mean, to, to I, I love John Hoey. We were we. We've, we practice all the time. We got to, you know, uh, uh, Molly and, and uh, you know, and we, we train. He, he shows up to train Inner Geekdom for Mara and, and Parker. And so, I mean, it's a, you know, Dungeon's a real tight family. So it, it, it's always been exciting to talk Star Wars with, well, anybody that can speak Star Wars. So it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's nice to know people it's in general. It's your own like, language. It's yeah, your own exactly. language. Let's be clear. I just watched that entire match and I still don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it must look like a weird amount of cheering and stuff because I know instantly if John got it right, but it's like you're cheering a word like Bulio or you know, you're cheering a word like yeah, it's like what, what what is even happening? But uh yeah. but so this was this was very exciting. I feel too much of me why I rubbed off on him because he missed two questions in the first round, uh gave up two in the second round, and then aced his third round, which is exactly what I did, I think, in my last match. It's it's your like, move. It's your move. I, Let's be I, real. Yeah. I think Molly needs to train him next time. I think too much of me maybe rubbed off this time, but uh, no. Come on, man. Hey, I will. I will give John one great piece of credit. I think the funniest line in the in the show today was John's, which is the Pete best of protocol droids for you, three PO. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call that as the best joke of the day, and that in itself is a victory because what we're doing here is silly. <laughs> Thanks, man. Little Beatles <laughs> reference, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just going to say, I'm going to act like I understood what you just said. So, <laughs> U-3PO, um, it's, a, it's like a C-3PO, but like the gremlin version or something. Yeah. Um, pacer, it's the pacer of 3 The store brand. Yeah, hey, Wit, still don't understand Yeah, America's choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, I guess, how do we regroup from here, guys? Because let's face it, Hoey, you're a dominant player in, the, in this league. And so I just want to know, how do we bounce back from this? Um, I don't know. Get get back in the dungeon, help Molly prepare for the tournament. That's really important for us. Um, you know, we don't get 
we don't live in the past in the dungeon, and that includes us being in first place. We still have work to do. I, I'm here, to, like Wit said, to help the whole team, as Adam is, as you know, Kaiser's unavailable right now. Uh, we have a close-knit group, and it's a really special team, and I'm here to support everybody. Who knows what my future is uh, the rest of this year, but I know for, for damn sure I'm here to help everybody as best as I can to uh, get us a, a championship. And I, I'm already looking into whether I can put kegs on commercial flights when I head out to California to hopefully win a celebrated championship. So I'm looking into that. That's next. Uh, I, I think they're going to charge you a little bit extra for that. Unless you go Southwest. They did, you know, all bets are off. So. It will right. not fit in the overhead. I'll tell you that right now. I've tried. You've tried. You would not even a pony keg. Experience. Yeah, not even a pony <laughs> keg, yeah. Well, tough loss today, gentlemen, but always a pleasure seeing both of you. Thanks, nice and congrats, you. congrats to Nikki. She played a hell of a match. I look forward to seeing what she I, has to do. So yeah, great job by her. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like it's it, much like when I played Molly. I was like, I don't want to beat Molly. I mean, I, I can I can think the mentality of John would be like, I don't want to beat Nikki DiMolanta. I mean, look at her; she's awesome and wonderful, and knows Star Wars and what a cool person. So yeah, that's that's tough when you face a, a Nikki or Molly or someone who's just like personality is like, I don't want to beat that person. I mean, it's very tough. Oh, <laughs> you're so adorable. You're the guy that goes out there that's on one of the teams going. I hope both teams have fun. Uh, can we both win? <laughs> Bring <laughs> orange slices. Exactly. Go get your Capri Suns, guys. Let's nurse our wounds and let's get back in action. All right. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. Take it easy. And, you know, Andrew, it's one of those matches you'll love to call as an announcer. It's unfortunate there has to be a loser because both competitors just so darn likable. Their factions aside, you see so much knowledge and sportsmanship and just what a display of movie trivia schmodown greatness from both Demolanta and Hoey, all announced by a guy who almost just cut his finger off slicing a lemon. I've told you to put the knives down until we're off camera, Ellis. We cannot go through that. I, I, you know what? I, I'm just going to leave it there. I couldn't agree more on the fact that this division has such great camaraderie between the players. They understand how difficult it is to perform at this level. How many times you have to watch each and every one of those movies forwards and backwards. So I do love to see the camaraderie there. John Hoey doing a great job talking about bringing his faction up in the following weeks, months, and maybe the rest of this year. But it's really hard to focus on anything other than the white hot light that is Nikki Demi Demolanta now in the Star Wars division, putting everyone on notice. You called her the perfect Demolanta. I believe at some point we called Andrew the other Demolanta. So I believe she's already made quite a name for herself in her debut. A sterling rookie performance here by Nikki Demi Demolanta over a very tough opponent in John Crash Hoey. Props to Adam Witt and Sam Levine for being great managers today as well, as well as all of you fans out there watching and supporting a division that just started out as a little fun trivia show about a movie franchise that we all love. We're still waiting for Sam Levine's results to come in, but I think we all love it. And now look at what it has become one of the most competitive decisions, really in any sport. You can take baseball, you can take basketball, you can take football. I would put the Star Wars division right up there with any one of them. You never know what it's going to take because it's just that razor thin of a margin between winning and losing. That is the great Andrew guy. It's a pleasure to be on the desk with you once again, sir. To all of our question writers helmed by PJ Campbell, our hardworking team behind the scenes here at the Movie Trivia Schmodown in Skybound and 
Christian Harloff, and I know we're all excited about live events and about studio matches and about all these great things that we have to offer for the rest of this season. A lot of tournament excitement bubbling up, so there's a whole lot to check out. For more information, just go to the schmodownlive.com. Check out the Facebook fan page, the Movie Trivia Schmodown, and of course, that Patreon. That's how you get exclusive access to some really cool perks, including pay-per-view matches. So for everybody here, I'm Mark Ellis. Andrew, why don't you take us out and make sure you thank Jen Sturger for tying it all together. That's right. For everyone here at the Movie Trivia Schmodown, Skybound, Christian Harloff, myself, Mark Ellis, and of course, the incredibly talented Jen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.